Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. And of course, my podcasts are usually very abundant. And this is going to be abundant with humor, with wittiness, sassiness. Oh my gosh. Our today's guest, he always makes me laugh. And I had the pleasure and the honor to be on his show as a guest. So I'm like, you gotta come to my show. Like we gotta spice it up on my end too. So Brendan, I'm so excited to have you here today. I'm beyond excited to be here. We have the same microphone. Nothing can go wrong. <laughs> Nothing. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's universal perfection. You see, like, how about I just give you like 20 minutes here? <laughs> you entertain me and entertain my audience. Like, how about that? Because perfect. You will see like if you're watching us on YouTube, you will see, but you will most probably just hear like what an amazing energy Brendan has. And he is comedian on million of places. He also performs in person. So I'm like, I gotta get my ass to California to yes. see. So gotta make it happen when we are there. But I just feel like it's so beautiful that no matter what, we can really live in our gifts, like really align with who we truly are, you know? So yeah. before we dive into that, because I know you will have something smart and clever to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I love starting my podcast a little bit differently. So what I do, I normally start with a short guided meditation. And I know you're standing to be in your power pose. Mm -hmm. And if you want to like... Stay standing and don't fall anywhere back. That's cool. If you have a chair that you want to sit on, just for the short guided meditation, we can do it. You choose, um, you pick your medicine, but if you just want to lean in there on your desk, we can do it too. Yeah, I'll stand because I'm also drinking coffee. So this is going to be perfect. <laughs> perfect combination. So let's see how I will calm those jitters. Okay. Okay. But yeah, calm these jitters. There's some jitters going on. <laughs> let's just gently close your eyes and let's just connecting with your brand. Let's start very easy. Just not changing anything, not changing anything about your posture, not changing anything about your breath. Just becoming slowly present to how the breath is feeling when you're breathing in the freshness and the crisp air. And when you're breathing out the slowness and the warmth of the breath, relaxing every cell of your body and everything around you, despite the coffee, is just <laughs> slowing down. Breathing in and out, connecting to your breath, Connecting to this present moment. Connecting to your heartbeat. See if you can just slowly connect to your heart and acknowledge it for being there for you. 
and loving you. And with each breath in and out, your body is relaxing. Your breath is slowing down. And with this beautiful relaxation and slowness of the moment, I would love for you to visualize that you are the main star of a tropical set of a new West movie. And you're so excited to be there. It almost feels like everything in your life culminated just to be there. The people are greeting you on a set, bringing you your favorite coffee. Everyone is smiling. Everyone is patting on your back and celebrating you. And they feel so honored to have you there with them. Like, wow, we get to be in his presence. Wow, we get to be in the same place he is. And as you're walking slowly into your private VIP changing room, just to chill a little bit before the next recording, there are a few young assistants who are bringing things and bringing you drinks. And one of them, very, very young guy, he asks you, what does it feel like to be here? What would you tell me? What can I do to get to live my dreams? What would you tell this young man? Am I answering? Yes, please. <laughs> I would tell him to start visualizing yourself as me, as somebody on set like this. That's what I would tell him. Mm. Start seeing yourself there and start seeing yourself there now. That's amazing, Brendan. Thank you. How are you feeling? How are the jitters? I feel incredible. And I got to give you credit because when you did my podcast, I made you do 50 push-ups before <laughs> you did my podcast. So this was like a way better exercise. Thank you. <laughs> you did so many push-ups. It was crazy. <laughs> I'm telling you, I will have to change this podcast into me sitting here, receiving, laughing, and you just like entertaining me. You're such a king in death. So... <laughs> Amazing. But Brendan, like, I love that. I love that you were saying, like, visualize yourself as someone who is already doing that. Because sometimes we look at people who are living it and doing it, and we are like, well, good for them. Like, they're special. They have a special gift. They have a family who supported them. But we disconnect from that. Like, what is possible for us? So have you always... This is a silly question, and I know we'll get silly answer, but have you always been this funny? <laughs> like, have you always been like, okay, I'm the funny one, and I know I will be the best comedian in the world? I think funny is kind of innate in some ways. I actually don't really think you could teach funny. I think that I learned a lot from my dad. He's really funny. He'd always make fun of my mom, and <laughs> like in a fun way. And I had the funniest friends, but... I would say for anybody out there, because I was just thinking about this, like wanting to be an actor or wanting to do anything, a major thing that I'm learning now is you have to see yourself as the thing right now. I think for a long time, and I don't know if you struggle with this, I was like, someday that will be me. Or like the next, like maybe in a couple years or not today, it's like, but your only power is right now. So a big switch that I've been making lately is like, Stop thinking that it's going to come tomorrow because tomorrow will never come if you keep saying tomorrow because tomorrow will always be tomorrow. And that sounds simple, but it's actually massive switch. 
Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing, it's focusing on the right here and right now and doing what you can in the present moment versus like, let me do it tomorrow. Let me do it when, when I meet the right people, yeah. when I attract the connections, when I make the money, you know. Or so like just, yeah, or just saying someday. I feel like that's such a thing also in visualizing and manifesting and people will say like someday it's like but you have to embody it now i mean i'm almost 40 which even though i know i look like i'm 12 and <laughs> i always thought like someday i'll get married and i keep saying that and now i'm almost 40 and i'm like oh shit i'm not married so it's just finding out what you want lining up with it and then acting as if it's now not someday because someday will blow by you for sure And it's so beautiful. I love that you are saying it because when people tell me like someday, like, oh, someday I want to work with you someday, you know, like I will hire you as my coach. Listen, someday it's not the day of the, you know, name of the day in the calendar. Like someday what? Like the time will pass and, you know, it's, it's, it's so powerful. So when you're doing your visualizations, like when do you do them? Do you do them like in the morning? Do you have like a specific time? Yeah. What really helps you? And and this also made me think of Jim Carrey, you know? Oh, like yeah. He, he was doing like a huge visualization, writing check to himself and all these things. So I feel like it's so powerful that you're bringing it, not only like the strategy, but also a little bit of the energetics into your work. Yeah, like I would say starting with Jim Carrey, probably like 12 years ago, I went on a deep dive of successful people's psyches. And I noticed that almost every single one of them visualized in some way and i'm a big sports guy and for people who think that spirituality is like woo woo out there almost every single athlete visualizes michael jordan said by the time he got out to the court i was never nervous because i already saw it played out in my mind a thousand times i mean that's the definition of visualizing and that's the greatest basketball player of all time so to your question i always visualize in the morning for five minutes and then i got really into neville goddard the last year it changed my life And one of Neville Goddard's techniques is to visualize when you're in a state called stats, which is states akin to sleep, which basically means there's that amazing hazy state that you're in right before you go to sleep where you're not really thinking. He always said visualize right there because your subconscious mind is open to the visualizations. Mm. So I've, for the most part, I sometimes fall asleep to doing subliminals. I know you're, uh, you're a big, and subliminals are life-changing. I cannot... I cannot emphasize that enough. And I had this really funny guy on my podcast called Yogi Brian. He just like swears and does yoga. He's awesome. He was so funny. He said that his life changed when he started doing subliminals, but he would hear his subconscious talking back to the subliminals. So the subliminals would be like, you're abundant. He'd be like, fuck you. (laughs) But eventually, and then that's where you can see your blocks. And eventually you will push past that resistance for sure. Wow, that's really powerful. And I love that. You know, I I love subliminals and I love it because, you know, usually when you're listening to subliminals, if they're like um, soft enough or like low enough, so you don't even hear them, that's the best because my mind that would have yes. like 10,000 answers for everything. And that's when people say like, oh, I want to do affirmations. I'm like, yeah, affirmations are amazing. But do you really believe them? Because yeah. you're like, oh, I'm a millionaire. I'm amazing. And then your subconscious, you know, it's like, oh, no, that's a BS. Like you're not. Look at you. Look at right. where you are. You know, so affirmations are amazing. They're powerful. And everything we are doing, we're affirming anyway, right? 24-7. Yes. 
whether we realize it or not. So they're beautiful, but they have to be also believable for where you are right now. And if you don't believe like in the I am, just I'm open, I'm willing. Yes. You know, like starting there. I cannot agree with you more. And I actually started doing my own affirmations, but I noticed that whenever I made them really specific, my brain would fight back and be like, no way, bro, not today. But if I said things like, I'm amazing, today's gonna be the best day, feels incredible. Because you don't have a lifetime of stories about today being the best day. Or find what those affirmations are for you that you can actually, that feel good to you. It's different for everybody, but most likely general ones work because you don't have years of thoughts about something. Think of it all, every thought is just, a series of train tracks. Like I know Esther Hicks uses this analogy a lot too, but it's really true. Like when you when I say you're rich, you have all of these patterns of thoughts for years and years and years. But if you say something that you've not, I thought about a thousand times, you can lay down fresh tracks and chances are it could be really positive for you. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really powerful. And I love that you also um, know Abraham Hicks and oh, Esther yeah. Hicks. Have you seen them ever in person? I have. So I've seen them three times and super high vibe as to be expected. And every time that I go, I'm like, is this, is this going to (laughs) work? Cause they're just channeling it every time. It's crazy because one of the things they say is like, when you go, your question's going to be answered. And I remember I was dating a girl at the time that I kind of wanted to break up with. And the last question, this girl was like, I'm in a relationship with this guy who I kind of want to break up with. (laughs) So it's crazy. Yeah. I love that. I saw them only once in San Diego. Um, I think it was in 2019 and it was amazing. It's, the feeling of being in the room, yeah. I almost felt like floating. Yes. You know, it's it's amazing. Totally. The thing is like I, I didn't have any desire to raise my hand, you know, and and like everything that I needed to hear, I heard it anyway. Exactly. And I think it's so amazing when you can be in person with people like online it's cool thing out yeah. for that right like what would we do the last couple of years right yeah but being in person it's so life-changing so tell us a little bit more about like your work and in person and you know your comedy club where you are you know like what inspires you and what is your bigger vision brendan like wh- where did you see yourself besides the the tropical set and being the top leading actor. Like, where do you see yourself in a my, year or five? Yeah, my vision was to be on this podcast. And now that I've done it, I feel great. Now you feel like unstoppable. <laughs> I am here. I did it. I can do anything. I did it. Yeah, no. So I perform all over a lot of places in L.A. And last night I have a weekly show every Tuesday in Atwater Village at this place called Inovino at 8 o'clock. And it's a small wine bar, but it's really fun. I try out a bunch of stuff. And yeah, so, and as far as my comedic goal, I have a podcast called Spiritual Asshole that you did, that our episode's coming out today, very exciting. And the goal of that podcast was to bring a more grounded, almost bro approach to spirituality. (laughs) Cause I feel like a lot of people in the field, it's like, I don't want people to think it's like this far off thing or whatever. And I use comedy, I think, as a way to always ground it back to the fact that we're human beings. So that's always been my goal with the podcast. And where do I see myself in a year? Just super rich, killing it. And married. <laughs> and married with three wives. It's going to be incredible. What country you're moving to, by the way? <laughs> I don't even know where you have three wives. Yeah, no, I, I think this is going to be a great year. This is going to be, 
I found it really funny. I don't know if you got this perspective too, but like, you know, at, at the end of last year, 2022, everyone on Instagram was posting like what their year was like. And it was so funny to see all the different perspectives. 2022 was terrible. It was great. It was horrible. It was wonderful. It was bad. It was okay. And it just shows you how much it's always just your perspective. Yeah. No year is meant for you more than the other year. Like people who enter into 2023 and they're like, this is going to be a bad year. I'm like, okay, that's not a fact at all. And why would you want to tell that story? That story sucks. <laughs> it's a whole year. Yeah. You like know, declaring that. And it's so fascinating because like you said, you know, like people who are recapping 2022 and, you know, for me personally, it was like one of the hardest years, you know, and like mm. personal and because of the personal, like it transmuted into the business. So I am willing that this year will be better. And yeah. I have grown tremendously, you know, so it's yeah. not, it's not good. It's not bad. It's just, there were painful things and grief that I was going through, but it also strengthened me as a person. And it gave me so much clarity on how I want to lead, how I want to be as a leader and how I want to lead my business. So like you said, it's truly just all about perspective. I could say like, it was terrible. It sucked. I hate it. This year has to be the best year ever. Right. Some people who are like pumping you like, this is the best year ever. Yeah. You create it. So it's your choice, right? So, um, and it's okay if you had a bad year, I'm not knocking that. Of course you can, but I just think it's important for everyone to know going forward that there is no outside force that's determining your destiny. That's, I guess what I'm saying. There's no like, well, for Brendan, 2023 is going to be incredible, but for Lisa, worst year of your life. That's not how it does not. That is not what's going Elisa, on. Elisa, we are sorry. He's not declaring it for you. Sorry, Lisa. I've never, I don't think I know Elisa, but I picture you with glasses and reading a book for some reason right now. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I think you're, you're amazing because you seem to not be phased by stuff, which I'm very impressed with you. Thank you. You should see me 10 minutes ago when I had a huge meltdown and I was crying on the floor that I don't want to be adulting and doing business. So yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you for seeing But it's good. But it's good for you to say that to people because it's oh, so yeah. easy for people to see your online persona because yeah. it's really good and think this girl has it all figured out. She's yeah. got no problems because it's so one of the questions I ask everybody on my podcast I didn't ask you is how often are you being the person you say you are on social media? I love that question and I could answer it right now, right? Yeah, but you should one answer of the, One of the things that um, I really love, it's authenticity and integrity. And I feel like when we share everything, you know, like, yes, the highlights, so we inspire others, but also like what we are going through, what we are growing through, because that's what makes us really more relatable. Yeah. And I could never connect with people who seem picture perfect. Like I have the money, I have everything, like nothing is a problem. I'm like, well, good for you. You cannot understand me. Like it's not relatable. So, you know, like I, I feel like it's so important to share everything. And a lot of people told me who met me in person, they're like, you're even better in person than online. Uh, I was like, right, I'm funny. <laughs> like, funny. I am funny. <laughs> I should like hire Brendan to teach me how to be funny, I'm funny. because like in person, I'm funny. I have like this, it's not planned. It's like in the moment instant, like the, you know, the sassiness within us. But when I'm supposed to like post or do something when it's like, oh, you got to sit down and record real. I was like, I don't want to. Yeah, I'm with I'm you on that. I need that way. I can't, you know? So when people meet me in person, they're like, wow, you're like, 
even better in person. You know, I'm like, that's great because I had the experience when you meet someone who you connected online and they suck and you're like, oh my gosh. And they're like some big <laughs> people, you know, and you're like, wow, like what did they build online? How did he portray themselves? Mm. And then when you see them like behind the scene and you're like, wow, like, no yeah. It's important just for everyone to keep in mind that that online thing is a persona and that it's not giving the whole perspective for sure. Yeah, I've interviewed people across, have had massive following, small followings, huge, successful, not that successful. And I can honestly say there's absolutely no, no correlation in my mind between who is successful and authentic versus who doesn't have a big following and authentic. Some of my best episodes were people who aren't even on Instagram. So I don't care about your following. I care about like what you have to say. And if I can marry you, those are the two things I care about. I'm already married. So let's look at the other. Okay. Well, it's not, it's not you. I was thinking about other, <laughs> I was thinking about a bunch of the guys I'm married. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, Raynan, for the person who is listening right now, and I think this is so important. I'm all about being unapologetic. And Brendan, yeah. you are so embodying like I don't give a damn about others in the best way possible like hey this is who I am this is how I express myself and oh. you just do it so many of women who come to me they're afraid to express themselves they're afraid that people will like kick them out of the circle they will judge them they will be failure like how can we support people to express themselves even more unapologetically and owning who they are Okay, so this is a great question because this actually really ties into my podcast and I was not like this. I basically was have been in the spiritual closet for a long time and it wasn't until I started doing my podcast that I was like, hey, this is what I... Because comedians don't want to hear me talk about the law of attraction in their souls. <laughs> so, I mean, comedians are a little cynical, so I'd keep it to myself. But specifically, my struggle is with my mom because she's ex aggressively hardcore... As Christian as it comes, I think she's in a Christian cult. That's a separate conversation. But <laughs> hey, no big deal. But very judgy about your spirituality and your choices. So I hid this from her. And then I started just, I decided with this podcast, I said, this is who I am. Because when you, when you make the decision to say, this is who I am, here's what happens. You think you're protecting that person, but now they have to make a choice and they have to grow. You can't shield other people from adversity and you can't shield other people from resistance. My mom now has to make a choice. Do I still want to continue to have a relationship with this person who's my son and have a good relationship with, or do I want to be miserable and judge them? That's now on you. It's like you're, you're kind of just like pushing it back and saying, okay, that's your stuff. And by the way, the more that you're you, the more you're going to find people that will be inspired by the fact that you're being you. And that's something that you talked a lot about in our episode, which I love is like, you're going to find your people. And even if it means alienating people who you really care about or you think are really important in your life, you might have to do that. But guess what? When you're yourself, you will feel so much better than thinking or you thinking you're protecting other people. You're not protecting anybody because you're not helping them by not being fully yourself. Nobody benefits from you diminishing you. Nobody. Mm. Period. Powerful period mic drop. Don't drop our precious mics, please. I know these are so good mics. These yeah, are great. These mics. are so good. <laughs> so for those who want to get, you know, 
to know you better. Um, can you mention again, like, where can we meet you online, but also offline? Not many people that come to my podcast, people can meet them offline. So let's do the offline too, please. You can meet me at a coffee shop in Pasadena. Chances are I'll be there with my dog. Um, <laughs> offline, I perform, like I said, every Tuesday. Come hang out with me in Pasadena. I perform every Tuesday at Atwater Village. Online, I'm at the underscore Brendan Fitzgibbons on Instagram. And then check out my podcast, Spiritual Asshole. We have a great Patreon too. It's Patreon forward slash Spiritual Asshole where you get some bonus stuff. But it's every week we come out with a podcast and I love to hear from you. People sometimes give me guest suggestions. I love that. I've found so many good guests. Kick me a guest or that you're like, I love this person. People in the spiritual community are incredible about doing podcasts. I've had such good success with spiritual people. It's It's been awesome. Mm, amazing. Thank you so much for Thank you. making me smile, making me laugh, for being so open, for being so inspiring and for being you, like very uniquely you. My fingers crossed for at least one wife, if not three. Three. And uh... <laughs> 2.5, 2.5 this year. I think you're supposed to have 2.5 kids, so <laughs> wise, but I'm willing that, you know, our paths will cross California. It's close to Las Vegas. Yeah, so come on. Definitely want to make it there. And thank you for everything, Brenda. And thank you for thank everything you. you're putting into the world. And I see you. Hey, when you are the super famous actor, just remember I was part of that visualization. So at least a signature on your book or something. Okay. Absolutely. You. That was a great way to start. Jeez. Thank you. <laughs> 